0: Because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. Hi there, it's Denise Eckert from the Relaxation Lounge. And I love coming on here and interviewing different guests to help you lower the stress in your life. Because stress, living in stress is just not good. And today I've got Matt Hogan. And Matt is a... Life Coach, with an endless fascination and devotion to the path of self-mastery, he helps others reclaim peace, power, love, and freedom, both in their personal life and as well as professionally. Matt's clients include leaders, entrepreneurs, and executives, and helping them overcome overwhelm and burn it while accelerating their growth toward their full potential. So in the end, they make real-world change and have an even greater impact within their roles and lives. So welcome, Matt.
1: Hi, Denise. Thank you again for having me today. I appreciate the warm introduction, too.
0: (laughs) Wonderful to have you. So now what inspired you to do what you do?
1: Mm. There was about a 15-year, no, it'd be about 14-year journey leading up to it. And it's, you know, I would say that overwhelm and um, being burned out are part and parcel for my life. And what I mean by that is at 18 years old in 2004, I was so overwhelmed with my life my mind my emotions that i attempted to take my own life i actually put a bullet in my head in 2004 and survived and went through a long recovery period and then that led me into developing skills and going through college and then going through my corporate career where i built teams and things like that but with me all along has been this thread of a couple things one is what it's like to just feel overwhelmed in our bodies and in our lives and how that can really just create such a deep fog and really challenging capa- challenges our capacity to live a deeper life, to live a more satisfying life. And I've been working on removing overwhelm and the feelings of being burnt out for years. And, you know, as I was coming to the end of my corporate career back in 2018, I had spent the better part of a decade supporting a a top five global brand and building out a national sales and support team. And one of my favorite pieces was always leadership development. It was always about how do you support your people in a way that the business does well, just as an automatic byproduct. Take that with my just ongoing search and capacity or search and devotion to what does it mean for me to live a full life? What does it mean for me to find peace? And to feel like I'm just here, I'm now, I'm not all over the place. All of those took me into the realization that my corporate career was ready to go and I was having a hard time letting it go. But it was time for me to move beyond those four walls to create impact in a way that supported more people. But also, just as much for me, Denise, it was an edge for my own growth. It was like, you ready to grow? You ready to get or You want to stay with the old? What are you going to do? And so it was a mix of all those together.
0: Wow, what a story. What are some of the techniques or uh, things that people can do to reduce their stress and getting more focus and clarity and alignment?
1: You know, I, I look at it through stress through the lens of mind, body, and spirit. And at any given point, we may find that we're imbalanced with one or the other, meaning at any given point, we might find that our mind is just so, so busy that we need to sit down and actually write out our thoughts. We need to sit down and articulate ourselves in a way that just gets it all out on paper so it can start to calm that storm. Because sometimes I I, I liken it to a bee's nest being kicked. Someone just came and kicked a hive in my head. Uh, I find that riding can be very good for soothing the mind. For the body, it really varies because for the body, there's this experience of overwhelm where it shows up in the body. We. Our chests are tight. It feels like we're on fire. Our guts are clenching. You know, when we're in that kind of space, riding can help, but what we really need to do is turn to our body. And that's where things like gentle touch. So if you're, if you no one may be able to see this, but if you, for example, were to rub your hands gently across your arms, your shoulders, and putting light pressure on your neck and your chest and your belly, if you do that for a couple minutes, you'll start to notice how your body calms down. And then from a spirit standpoint, finding uh, a technique there, if you will, to support nourishing that aspect. It's about what makes your heart sing. Is it is it singing? Is it art? Is it uh, talking on the phone with a family member? What is it that really lights you up that maybe you don't give yourself enough permission to do on a regular basis? Because you got kids, you got a business to run, you're an executive role and a leader role you're just busy in general, what's that thing to give yourself permission to do that really nourishes you? So those are three things across those different uh, ways we are body, mind, and spirit.
0: And what I hear the the most of people that are experiencing very high stress or overwhelm is I don't have the time. Mm. I don't have the time. I don't have the time. But the thing is, it's like, what are you doing? Really? Like, as you said, I love that with the bees nest. You're just
1: spinning, spinning, spinning. Can you talk about that a little bit? (laughs) I'm, I'm reminded right now of a story of when I was trying to find clarity myself. And it was the last few months of my corporate career. And this is back in 2018. And I just knew something wasn't right. One, I was too damn busy. I was working like 60 hours a week. I was in a client development program to learn how to run a business. I was what else was I doing? I was also going through my coach training all at the same time, but I hadn't decided to leave my work yet because I still did really enjoy my work in a lot of ways, but it was all too much. And I was like, I need to get clear, but I am so immersed in my environment that I can't—I don't know up from down and left from right. And that that to me is part of that experience of overwhelm and just a spinning mind. And so I did something that you don't necessarily have to do to get clarity, but I put a few countries in a hat and drew one and ended up in the Philippines for a month. And while I was there, I spent a lot of time doing a few things. One was I had to start with a a get honest checklist. And what I mean by that is, so if you were to sit down and say, I'm going to do a self honesty checklist, this is step one. And just for 10 different times, I'm going to say, I am fill in the blank. I am fill in the blank. I am exhausted. I am overwhelmed. I am disorganized. I am afraid. I am anxious. Whatever it is, all the things. Sit and just get honest. Pause long enough to get honest about where you're at, because that is where we have to start is knowing where we are. Once we have that, then we can move into a step two, which would be uh, starting to work with intentions. So now that we know where we're at and are clear on where we're at, now we can ask, what is it that I, what I need to change is dot, 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 and answer that like 10 times. What I need to change is the way I work. What I need to change is the way I treat my body. What I need to change is the way I uh, set boundaries. What I need to change is the way I give and give, but never do anything for myself. So on and so forth. That's step two. And then with clarity from that, my encouragement is moving into writing about, this is step three, everything that seems to be in the way of this intention is dot, dot, dot. So if your intention is, well, what I need to change is, is my relationship with my body, if that's the one that comes through, then everything that seems to be in the way of that is time, devotion, commitment clarity, what are all the things in the way of that intention? When you can actually stair-step through each of these, what I've always found is by the time you get to the end of it, you can take a step back and have a new realization around, one, what's most important, two, what's really going on, and three, with that third question, you often find a step forward. Yeah. I
0: know when I was working in corporate, I... I had a really bad system. I would work, 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 because I used to do conferences. And you know, at the end of doing a conference, you're working 24 seven. So even if you're Mm -hmm. trying to sleep, you're going, oh, I forgot to do this. I forgot to do that. So you're constantly just thinking, thinking. And then I would do the same. I would go down to Barbados because it was my my spot in those days. And I would go through that kind of system. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing what, you know, like I love the, the step one. I didn't do that part where you are looking at yourself exactly where you are right now. Like you're, I'm exhausted, you know, I'm scared. I'm this, I'm not. And you're just, I don't know, you're coming to terms with how you're actually feeling, which is really important. So someone that's really stressed out right now, what would you say their first step is as a coach?
1: May I ask you a question? Sure. You shared about your, tr- your experience in Barbados and how you had your own system you know, I'm curious for you, like what, as you were doing this, as you were going through your own path of finding clarity and aligned direction, what was that internal experience like for you? Like, what did it feel like when you started finding it?
0: It felt amazing. But the problem was, like, I would go down there for a few weeks and, I, would, you know, the first couple of days, you couldn't even talk to me because I was so wired and burnt out and overwhelmed, not overwhelmed because I'm, I finished my conference but I was so wired still. And then once I started getting back into myself and then I would come back and, you know, things were okay, but until the next conference. So it was always that, it was that routine. And that's where I ended up getting really sick too. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a couple of times where I went to Barbados where the first three days I should have been in the hospital, not on the beach. It's it's not a good lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah, But um, that's, Part of corporate is just, you don't feel like, I didn't feel like I had that opportunity to slow things down. You know, things needed to be done. The show needed to go on. I was the one doing the work, so. But um, yeah, I had to leave that industry and find something that aligned with me a lot better, which this is one of them. So (laughs) interviewing people from all over the world is wonderful.
1: May I, ask, may I ask one more question about it? Because I feel yeah. like you have you're, you have such a a beautiful sharing right now in your journey uh, in Barbados and to finding like what that different way is. I can share what my experience is when I find it, but I'm curious like what's the felt experience for you when you're like, oh yeah, this is the right next step. Like, do you feel it in your heart? Is it in your belly? Is it up by your head?
0: For me, it's always in my belly, because when I'm feeling stressed or upset, it's always mm-hmm. in my belly. Like it's always digestive issues and you know, upset stomach. and, uh, yeah, I just felt my my digestive system just relaxed, and I just uh. felt at peace. And I used to go there all the time by myself, too. so I mean, I wouldn't really uh, socialize at the beginning either. So and once I started coming around again and feeling more like me again, Then I would start going out and meeting people and having more fun. And I mean, I went down there probably about 20 times over that period. So I knew people, but I would just, you know, stay by myself until I felt that I was me again and go out and start being me again. And it's just, yeah, it was really weird because I was in my early 20s when I did this. I bounced back and forth quite a few times with it.
1: I really love what you said. I felt like me again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
1: i i I won't speak for everyone here but what i've seen with myself and my clients is when we're really caught up in the the buzz the the static of corporate and just busy life we don't feel like ourselves we feel outside of ourselves or just completely disconnected and i love that image of imagining you go i feel like me again now i'm gonna go socialize (laughs) and i was like isn't that what it's about is finding ourselves like finding me again yeah Cause I
0: find when you're on, when you're in that rat race, it's really hard to step off. Yeah, And I mean, even at that point, I mean, I was hiring people, but still, you're you're still the one doing all the work and you're still the one that has all the responsibility on your shoulders and you're still the one, or I felt I was always responsible for everything. Like, I mean, I had a lot of crisis when I was doing the conferences, but I would just turn around and you know what? You know, every conference, there was a crisis, but you deal with it, right? right. I mean, no one died.
1: <laughs> well, I'm happy to hear that. You
0: know what? I can't say that. I had one speaker have a heart attack on stage, but oh, he survived.
1: <laughs> okay, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Stage fright?
0: You know what? And it was wild because we ended up talking, and he had been on one city after another promoting his uh. research. And he had his heart attack. He didn't have it in the hotel room the night before or by himself. He had it on stage in front of doctors and nurses. So it was a perfect place to have a heart attack. And honestly, we got everybody out of the way. We got the emergency crew in there. We got him into the hospital. I had his wife on the next flight to Toronto. And my next speaker went on in time. (laughs)
1: was that was that was that speaker was it because of pressure and stress they had heart attack
0: i think so yeah yeah because he just finished publishing some research and he was basically on the tour of presenting it Mm -hmm. and he was never at home like he was just on the road on the road and then i talked to him a couple weeks after and he goes wow that was a wake-up call and
1: you know you just can't do it all yeah eventually our body just says no more Exactly. And, exactly. you know, I, a, a man that I worked with uh, that, I, that I was supporting, he, he had lost his father and he just kept pushing. He kept pushing. He's like, all these responsibilities, all these responsibilities. But he never really had a chance to deal with his grief and his sorrow of his father passing. So he's not only got all this overwhelm and this, this constant like trying to stay, keep the business going, keep the business ahead, grow into the next level, all that. But he never really had time to give himself space to honor his father's death and grieve and cry and really go where he needed to go. And it got to a point where he didn't know how to put the boundaries in. And then finally, his body was just like, and his heart was just like, no more. I'm just not going to work anymore. And it got to a point where he literally had to. One of the big reasons he exited his role is he goes, I can't do this anymore. I can't keep stuffing this down. Pretending I don't feel these things because of all of this going on out here. And, and you know, in a mix of it is so much finding where are the real boundaries we can put in place. And then where are the places that we actually need to pick ourselves out of?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it comes back down to, you know, clarity, decluttering, what mm-hmm. what's important to you? Where do you want to spend your time and energy? And not putting yourself out there too thin. That's the big thing. And we yeah. tend to do that. Like it's just, I mean, I do it all the time, but at least now I'm aware and I step back. And I love that feeling. When I love that feeling when you've become to that point, when you have come to that point where you have created that awareness where you do step back and you go, Wow, you know, I wouldn't have done this years ago.
1: Yeah. I would have just well, keep no, going and going and ended up in the hospital. <laughs> no, it it seems like for many of us. I might even say most of us we weren't taught anything different no we were taught this is normal yeah our bodies don't agree with that no our heart doesn't agree with that
0: no exactly so we're going to start wrapping this up what is something that you'd like the audience to walk away from today your morsel of brilliance
1: one of the best things that we can do to start creating a more satisfying life and that's a life beyond overwhelm and burnout. That's a life of more meaning and more satisfaction. We can start with finding out where's all of our energy going. Meaning if we were to just make a T-chart and on one side, things that drain me and on the other side, things that energize me. And we just started systematically working through that where we're slowly removing what we can that drains us. Maybe that's a, de- a cluttered home. Maybe that's crucial conversations we're avoiding whatever that is and add more uh, of what energizes us a walk phone call with a family member art whatever it is if we can systematically start rebalancing those things without even doing anything else our lives will change
0: yeah that's amazing i love that and i love just even looking at what energizes you and do more of it Mm -hmm. you know that's so important So I understand, Matt, that you've got an amazing giveaway for us today, a chance to uh, a a cool guide that we can download.
1: Yeah. So, you know, the big thing for me, Denise, like these past 18 years, and I acknowledge this is a special week for me. It's been an 18 year anniversary since I shot myself. So it's actually a really big week for me of celebration. Um, So much of what was hard for me over these past 18 years was about clarity and direction that felt right for me. I get so lost in, is this the person that's got the right answer for me? Is that the person that's got the right answer for me? I don't know my answers. But over time, I realized the importance of finding, yes, there's support from other people, but there is always that coming back to what is my own inner guidance and can I learn to hear it and I learn to feel it. And so I created a guide from that to help people start actually diving into how they come to know that inner voice as well as how they create clarity of where they are right now and what are some aligned ways to move forward. And so the URL is matthoganworldwide.com forward slash clarity. If you just go download that, it will walk you through how you can start creating that for yourself right now.
0: Wow. Well, I'm so glad to have you on here today. And I'm so glad that you've shared this information with us because a lot of us, we don't look at that. You know, we just Mm -hmm. keep going. And I know I always say the hamster wheel, but it's true. We go to the hamster wheel and we continue, continue, continue.
1: And life's just too short. No, if I may add one final thought on that. It can be really freaking scary to slow down.
0: Yeah, because sometimes you lose your identity.
1: Yeah, whether it's it's in our roles. Mm -hmm. Culture. Yeah, and then there's that feeling of if I slow down, my life could fall apart. That is often there too.
0: Yeah. And the fear of missing out as well. There's a lot of lot of crap there.
1: <laughs> there is certainly sh- shiny object syndrome that happens too. I've been in that one. Ooh, but I could travel there. Ooh, I could go do that. Or I could That's just- me. <laughs> yeah.
0: I haven't even finished this shiny object and I'm over here, but I love it. It's fun. It's exciting. <laughs> and I recognize it though. I do have my awareness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Matt. And anybody that's listening and has a question for Matt, all his information will be wherever you're watching this or listening to this. So please reach out and uh, ask your questions to Matt. Well, thank you very much today, Matt. Wonderful talking to you. Thank you, Denise. It was an honor. Thank you for listening and see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.